Okay, welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And you can listen to our shows at TravelAdviceShow.com and on iTunes. You could subscribe to our shows. And I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. How are you doing, Jerry? Very good. Awesome. Yeah, I'm awesome. extremely very good. Because as always, I'm excited about the topic we're going to talk about. Yeah. England, one of the most visited countries in the world by American citizens. Yeah. And um, yeah. many people will go to England because it's not only fabulous, it's also beautiful and historic really an exciting place to visit. Yeah. I you lived there. Yeah, I, I, I lived there off and on for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. It was a great experience. Um, I really yeah, enjoyed I've it. I've been there 94 times. 94? Really? Jeez. Yeah, can you believe that? 94. Wow. That, yeah, that, that's, that's remarkable. That's great. Okay. And um, the probably one most confused um, definition of England is where it is. It's a part of Great Britain and the British Isles. And um, those two terms get very confusing. Um, the British British Isles are um, Northern Ireland. England, Scotland, and Wales, plus the islands that belong to them, and Northern Ireland. But Great Britain is everything um, except Northern Ireland and Ireland. It's Wales, Scotland, and um, England. And uh, one thing I think is interesting is there are more than 100 smaller islands um, that belong to England and Scotland such as the Isle of Wight and the Isle of Man and Isle of Scilly and other, uh, other places like that. In Jersey, Jersey Island? Yeah. Jersey. yeah all these, Guernsey? Yeah. Yep. All these islands belong to England and Great Britain. Right. And Scotland, etc. I mean, uh, British, uh, Great Britain. Um, now, we need to talk about when to go. When is your favorite time to go, Chris? I, I think... I think one of my favorite times is probably May and June period, um, you know, uh, June, July, you know, kind of the summertime, um, you know, but it can, it, for, for summer, it, it can be pretty cool. Um, actually, I, I've been there. Really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Like in very the, cold. Very cold. Like in the 50s Fahrenheit uh, and Celsius probably, yeah, like. I brought shorts one time when I visited, like in July, I think, and and I couldn't wear the shorts the whole time. Um, so you have to be, you know. But May and June seems like the less rain. Um, you know, the it, it rains a lot and and it, it's very windy and damp and and, and cold. But it, you know, it depends on on the part of England where you're at. You know, the, yeah. the like I was up in the northern part. I was up in Yorkshire area. Near Leeds and Manchester, or, or Leeds and York, and uh, it, it was very um, a lot different than the South, you know, that, than London or the uh, Brighton area or uh, Devon area. Um, but well, like the, one thing about England, it's pretty small, relatively small uh, island, but it, it's 
it's very diverse in every region, and even the accents, pe people speak different English in different regions of the, of the country, too. I, I found that pretty fascinating. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, well, my favorite, and we'll talk about that in just a bit, because that's critical, that people don't realize that as small as England is, it's really a whole bunch of countries in one. It, it really is. Region, yep, and counties, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, uh, uh, that's like my time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's my favorite time, and if at all possible, that's when I go. It's not quite as crowded. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, not quite as rainy. Yeah. And it's still a little cool at night in many places. Mm -hmm. Cool and sometimes cold. So you got to dress for that. Yeah. But um, another thing about interesting thing about England, it has every type of accommodation you would ever want. Yeah, yeah. Except overwater bungalows with thatched roofs in tropical islands. But it, it's amazing. Uh, all the way from hostels and B&Bs up to castles. Yeah. I mean, manor homes and really deluxe five-star properties down to no stars. Right, right. But the nice thing about England, accommodations, is 99% of the time they're really clean. Yeah. Yeah, I've stayed in some great, yeah, B&Bs especially. Um, like there's so many varieties too, yeah, that there's so many. Yeah, they're, they're very clean and, yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, tourism's really important to them. Or It's very, they're all big travelers themselves, the English, it oh. seems like more. Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. They all travel all around the world and, yeah, and they. Um, yeah, well, I just got back two days ago from Panama and Costa. Oh, that's right. And I bet I met 50 Brits. Did you really on your travels? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they even have a nonstop British Airways flight from London to San Jose, Costa Rica, and to Panama. Do they really? Wow, nonstop. Yeah. Wow, wow. So, I mean, the Brits do travel. Yeah. And uh, this is a, a critical question that we at Travel Advice get all the time. Okay. How long should you stay in England? All right. Right. What are your suggestions, Chris? I would... Um, Other than a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it really depends. I mean, the, the biggest airport is London, of course, you know, and and flying into London. Or Manchester, it has a lot of direct flights. A lot. Of, it's a big airport, too. Manchester and London are kind of the two big airports. Um, and I would recommend... At least a, at least ten days, a minimum of ten days, probably. Um, and I would go a little bit more than that, probably. Like like two weeks is probably a good for England. But then you can go to Wales and Scotland. A lot of people kind of combine Scotland and Wales a bit too when they go to England. But but in England, there's so much to explore in England. Um, you know, you you got the famous places, but you know. I, but I, how about you, Jerry? How about you for uh, length of well, stay. I, we suggest that travel advice. If you're going to England as a tourist, that two weeks is the minimum. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. It's... And um, we recommend your first time that you do an overview of the country. Oh, right. Um, take an escorted tour, um, if maybe, or I mean, see a wide variety of areas and don't stay a lot of time in any of them. Right, right. Because you'll get an idea of what you really like about England, which area and the focus mm -hmm. and the scenery 
that England is sort of divided into three major areas, geographical areas. Yeah. There's the northern area, where you spend a lot of time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then there's the central area. Yep. And then there's the southern area. Exactly. It's very so, different. Yeah. Very, yeah, very different, each one. Yeah. Yeah, and each one of those areas requires at least two weeks to do any justice. So the first time you go, you do the whole country in, in two weeks. And um, second time, maybe spend what most people would like to do is stay two weeks just in the London area or the central part. Right. Going out to Oxford and the Cotswolds and Cambridge and Bath and Stonehenge and uh, Dover and that, that area. And uh, then next time, go either to the north or the south and spend two weeks. And then the third or fourth time, go spend two weeks in the other. And uh, then you'll get a very good overview of England. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, now, how do you travel? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's easy and difficult to answer, don't you think? I think, so. yeah, yeah. Like, I... I, I traveled mostly by train. Um, train is pretty amazing. Trains go to most of the towns, kind of the even small to medium-sized towns. Trains were great. Uh, I, I was independent, you know, so I didn't have a tour operator with me or a, a guide. Um, I took a bus a lot. The bus is really great. I think this, the, the, the buses are really good uh, and very clean and um yeah, very frequent. Yeah, people take the bus. I took the bus a lot from Leeds to London quite a bit. Um, that was like a four-hour bus ride. P- probably the whole length of I- from north to south for England, it probably takes driving on a, like six hours maybe, I think, six, seven hours from the north. And then from east to west, it's only like two or three hours. Um, yeah, I think. especially if you stay on the M. Interstate. Yeah, the main interstates, right? The M, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the M road. And, uh, yeah, you can do England pretty quickly as far north to south and east to west. You can bounce around, um, yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, in May, um, we did a family history trip of England. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And we had a, so there were six of us, we rented a um, 16 passenger bus. Oh, wow. Ordered it, and for the driver. And each of us had a specific topic uh, of each of the areas that affected uh, my family background. And uh, some of the areas you visited as a tourist. But do you realize from the minute we arrived in Harwich, coming on the ferry from the Netherlands, until we got into London at the end of the um, about 10 days, we had driven nearly 1,000 miles. Really, really, yeah, geez. Yeah, it's amazing how small it is, but yet how much driving you can do. Yeah, the roads are pretty windy too, and <laughs> in the country roads, yeah, it's beautiful though. The I, I was amazed by England how beautiful it is, and and the rolling hills and the uh, uh right, right when you get out of the cities in England, most of Europe too. It's similar to Europe, but the rest of Europe, but. When you get out of the city, you're in the country right away. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, within two inches outside the city limit, aren't you? It's a yep, yep. They really are good at planning and and not uh, expanding out. Yep, they're very good, open space, and um, I was amazed by that. You know, I couldn't. I thought it was going to be 
all city everywhere, you know, but yeah, you can get out pretty quick um, out of the city. And I, I would recommend combining your trip a little bit too, doing city, but also do country. Make sure oh, yeah. you get out in the country because that's a whole different world out there. And, uh, and you might need, sometimes a train can get you to the country. The bus can, but a car is the most ideal to get to these smaller towns, I think. Um, but yeah. uh, Well, the thing about, because uh, I have ridden uh, the trains and the buses quite a lot over the last 50-something years going to England. And the thing that I've discovered um, is that when you get to the destination, as you mentioned, the cities, mm-hmm. the, the towns where the train or the bus might stop, then what do you do? Right, you're kind of, yep, you're, you're right in downtown or right in the... I think so, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the small pub. Yeah, oh. we got to ha- talk about the pubs in a little bit. Yeah, but the small pubs and the countryside, and and the only way you can get them is by car or you know, yeah, you can. Yeah, with the driver and guide. Yep. Yeah, the history is amazing, yeah. And if you don't have a guide or somebody that tells you about it or have some extremely valuable, uh, detailed uh, travel books with and you don't want to carry tons of those around, um, and even on your uh, devices, mobile devices, uh, it can be kind of awkward trying to go back and forth and finding things. Right. You need a guide. He can tell you the local gossip and all that kind of thing. So it's really the best way, but... One thing I really like um, is the hop-on, hop-off buses. Oh, yeah, the one in London. Yeah, I've done the one in London before and in York, too, yeah. Uh Yeah, you really should do that. It is, if, yeah. Do it early. Um, It's a day pass. So Uh if you write one day, the very next day you should do the hop-on, hop-off. If they have it in the where you're going, because it gives you the overview, the history, everything. Mm -hmm. Then you can branch out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I guess we probably should start with London. Okay. Um, that's where everybody goes eventually in their life if they're going to go to England. Yeah. I mean, you have to go to London. You have to go. Yeah. And it's so famous. But, um, and we won't spend much time on London because most people know about London. Yeah. Right. Um, but there are some neat things you can do there. And uh, we did a couple of them 
you know you can go, go on a sightseeing cruise or kayak on the Thames? Oh, no, I didn't know you can kayak. Wow. wow. Yeah, they do. And um, you can go kayaking on a, like a sea kayak mm-hmm. up down the Thames. Uh, uh, it's sort of outside of town usually, but still in town. And um, you must take the cruise, the tourist cruise, about 150 people or more or whatever on it, up and down the Thames. And it's well worth it. Yeah. And um, yeah. they have a thing called the London Pass. Okay. That would get you into the museums and some of the churches and famous things there. And it's a very inexpensive price rather than paying the individual prices to enter in. So you really need to do that. And um, did you know you can even take a balloon, hot air balloon, or a helicopter tour over the city? No, I, I didn't realize. I, I think I've I've seen that before, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's un- unbelievable. And uh, you may want the Oyster card or the travel card for unlimited underground travel. Oh, yeah, for the uh, tube? Yeah, you just have to have it. Subway? Because you, uh, you don't want to have to um, buy tickets every time. Yeah, it's great. I, I, I've, I've took the tube everywhere in London. Yeah, you can. that's a great way of getting around, yeah. That's yeah, a, and um, the map that they have with the stops so you can get off, if you have the Oyster card or travel card, um, you get off whenever you want, get right back on, you buy it for a couple of days. And, um, and the individual tours they have, I've done quite a few of them, but many of them are walking tours with a guide. London is a relatively small city. Yeah, yeah. You know, the downtown part where famous things are, it's really quite small. It is. You can walk around pretty good, yeah. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah, yeah it doesn't take long, but you can do like... Um, Go to Westminster. Like home walking tours. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of, lot of tours in London. <laughs> it's pretty... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can do weird things. Did you know... Um, I didn't know this until last May, but I saw it advertised. You can spend the night in the London Zoo. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. So there's, uh, if you're into unique things, which I am. Yeah, me too. You know, uh-huh. you know how many times can you see the changing of the guards at Buckingham Palace? <laughs> yeah, right. If you can even see it. I mean, there's or, a thousand people that are watching the thing. And, um, yeah, go to it, Westminster. Yeah, yeah but it's, um, there's so many neat things, and um won't spend it much more time yeah. um, on London. But if you're going and you have a few days, which you should spend at least three days or nights in London, a minimum, um, you need to look up some of the unique things to do. Just go on the internet and uh, put in um, top unique or exciting or different things to do in London and you'll be stunned. I did that before we recorded the show. Okay. Um, and I found things I didn't know anything about, and I thought, how fabulous. It changes a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the, yeah, and they do change. But mm-hmm. it, it, it makes it much more exciting mm-hmm. than doing just only, but you have to do the normal things. And, uh, but let's go next to Stratford upon Avon. Oh, yeah, we're Shakespeare, right? Shakespeare. Yeah, it's sort of north of London. Okay. And um, northwest a little bit. I never know the direction of England. Yeah, I know. It's hard. It, it's it's a little... I mean, north to me is what they call west. <laughs> <laughs> sort, of, sort of, but it, it's sort of cricket. It's a language. 
Yeah. But it's sort of northwest or something that's going up towards Scotland. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to spend, you must go there. Every visitor must go to Stratford upon England. And you can do it as a day trip from London. They have escorted trips up there you can do or take the train up in the morning. And they have a Stratford upon Avon walking tour. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. With guides. And it's about a two, two and a half something hour walking tour. And you go to all of the famous sites dealing with uh, Shakespeare. And um, you must do it. Everyone has to do it, even if they don't care about Shakespeare. They have to go. It's so famous. And um, another trip you can do easily from London. I mean, you can stay a whole week. Ten days in London and take day trips down. You must go to Stonehenge. Um, it's not what it used to be when I first went. My first time about oh my word, let's say fifty years ago. Okay. I mean, you can just go out there, walk around the structures and touch them and all that, but you can't anymore. It's highly regulated, and um, the closest you can get is probably a hundred feet. Uh, they have a path pathway around as you walk. And you cannot park near it. You have to park way over there and get your ticket and then take the little bus out to it and then get out and walk around and take the bus back to the visitor center and then walk to your car. But um, you must go there. And you also have to go to Oxford. Uh, It's only like an hour and a half train ride out of downtown London. And uh, it's heading... Again, I don't know the direction, but sort of west. And um, it is, you have to spend a day there. It is so famous. So famous. Did you know one time at the bank, old bank hotel, I had lunch eating at the table, a window table facing the street? Okay. Across the street was the apartment building, the flat building, where Lawrence of Arabia lived. Oh, my lived God. in England. Wow. On what they call the first floor, we call the second. On the corner there, you can look at it, the windows of this flat. And it's also where Alice in Wonderland was written. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The author was um, one of the professors at Oxford, at uh, Christchurch College. And you can have a, you can arrange to have a uh, tour, usually by a graduate student or somebody like that, and go everywhere in that uh, Christchurch College area where he, that influenced him to write Alice in Wonderland. And, of course, that's where uh, Inspector Morris was filmed. And uh, I had a private guide one time take me to most places where they filmed that series and even show me the spot where he had his heart attack or where he fell down and I sort of started to die. And uh, on and on. So, and you can also do a day trip out to Cambridge, which is the other direction from Oxford and London, going toward the Channel in Europe. And um, that's a fabulous city. Uh, many people like it better as far as the city than Oxford. They're oh. very different in ambience. Have you been to uh, Cambridge before? I never, I never made it to Cambridge. Yeah, I've always, I, I, I always wanted to, but I just, never, it was hard for me when I was living up in the north, you know, to kind of get. I always kind of went right to London, kind of quick, you know. Kinda. Yeah. Um, no, I rarely go downtown London anymore. Um, just change planes or have my driver and guy pick me up and take me where I'm going. Yeah. In, in England. And uh, you can also do a day trip out to the cliffs of Dover. Oh, yeah. Castle and Canterbury. 
Oh, yeah, Can- Canterbury area, yeah. Yeah, it's all in the, the same area, going toward the town, of course. And um, Canterbury, um, Canterbury is extremely famous. And Leeds Castle, I mean, no one's ever really heard of it, as there's been research of it in England. But Leeds Castle is a miniature, real castle complete with moats. And it's really beautiful. It's very small, but it's fabulous to go have a tour of it. Mm-hmm. And so... You can do these day trips, or you can go out and um, stay in the, the area. Mm-hmm. If you stay in Bath, Stonehenge isn't too far away. And uh, Bath is a neat city for about two days. Yeah. And then, so that's the central part of England that most people visit. There are many other areas like Cotswold, all that, but those are mandatory, I think, for central England visit. Okay. And then southern England, um, it's too long to take. We don't have time to discuss it, discuss all of it. But I would recommend going south of England, uh, London, sorry, that you choose a topic, a topic, um, to tour, uh, to have as your focus. Uh, one that I use quite often are famous authors, poets, because it takes you all over South England. And or a historical one. Uh, on our trip, um, we ended, uh, spent time in Plymouth because that's where my ancestors came across on the Mayflower. Oh, okay. And we hired a local guide. She was fabulous. Really knew all about the Pilgrim, and showed us the little area still there where they lived. I spent time changing boats. Uh, originally, they were going to go over on one boat, and it broke down. They came back. I just got back from the Mayflower. They had two boats going over. One broke down uh-huh. down near the Van's um, End area of England, Southern Park. I guess it's Southern Park. And so uh, then they had to go back to Plymouth, uh, Plymouth and then they all got on a slow. They filled up the uh, Mayflower. So um, there's, there's so much. And, and the scenery down there is so uh, dramatic. Um, God to go there and pray that you have some fog and pray that you have some mist and pray that you spend time on the coast, particularly the, I guess, west coast is my favorite. Yeah, like uh, Devon and Cornwall area? Yeah, mm-hmm. but all the way along the coast down there, on the, the coast that faces Ireland type, the southern part doesn't really face Ireland, too far south, but it's that side. And you can, it's magnificent, pray you get some mist. And you stand on these cliffs and watch these waves pounding. Yeah. And the little bitty narrow and length beaches. I mean, it's a fabulous thing. And um, so I really like it. Um, and you can stay two weeks down there with no problem. But it's an area that you must do some research. Because unless you do, uh, if you drive around, none of it will make much sense. Because mm-hmm. um, you won't understand it. But when you do do some research, you'll say, oh, my word, I've got to come back again. Now, let's talk some about the northern part, because that's one of your favorite areas. Yeah, yeah. That, what, what are your favorite areas up there? Um, you know, I think, you know, th- there's a couple variety. Um, I really enjoyed North Yorkshire area. Um, like, they call it the Dales and the Moors. Um, oh, aren't they fabulous? Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. And they're kind of like national parks, right, or kind of like national monuments, like they're their their um, nature p- reserves um, yeah. kind of thing yeah the dales and the moors um, 
are unbelievable. And the best way to kind of get around there is a car, is a car. I mean, no, you have to, you've got to have yeah. uh, four wheel vehicles. Yeah. Around. You have to do it. Yep. And some of my favorite spots that I've been to is on the northeast coast, uh, kind of this town called Whitby, Whitby, uh, Whitby and Robin Hood's Bay. Have you know you, that? Whitby. So they really know where we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's on the north. It's like Leeds. Leeds is in the central part, and it's just directly east of Leeds area on the North Sea. Um, you know, so it's it's like four hours north of London area there. And, and how do you spell it so they'll be able to find w- it? W- Whitby, W-H-I-T-B-E-Y, I think it is, Whitby. Yeah. And then Robin Hood's Bay, Robin Hood's Bay. Um, the reason I like Robin Hood's Bay, it's a small little village, but you have to park your car uh, up, up up above the village, and you walk down into the village. It used to be an old uh, pirate cove, kind of. It's in a cove, and there, legend has it that a lot of uh, uh, pirates smuggled in, uh, uh, you know, money and, and, and various things. It was like a smuggling trade kind of through Robin Hood's Bay. It's very mystical, and um, but they have really cool shops and and uh, and great pubs and that. But it's a small little town, you know. You have to, and Whitby's pretty famous for their Abbey. Uh, Bram Stoker, the guy who wrote Dracula, another author, a lot of great authors. Um, but he was inspired by the Abbey. They have a pretty amazing Abbey right on the water, right on the sea there. Um, and then there's another town, Scarborough, is kind of a cool town north of Whitby. Um, it's it's like a seaside town, a lot of seaside towns along that area. Um, but the drive from Leeds, I would recommend probably you could take a train from London to York or Leeds right there, and then we get a car and then go over and explore that area. Um, York is, is one of my favorite cities in the north. Uh, York, you have the York Minster, like the real big, huge cathedral. A lot of great history, Viking history. Um, there's a lot of Viking history in that area. The Vikings uh, had a village there, a town there, and uh, uh, but the pubs in Yorkshire area are, are just were pretty amazing. Uh, they really take pride in their pubs, like every region. Uh, um, but the yeah, York is they have a Roman wall, a, a Norman wall that that surrounds York. You could walk. On, I, I've done that walk around the whole wall, around the whole city. That that's really great. And the shambles, remember the shambles? Oh yeah. The shambles. It's a little village in York that's really old, and it, and the the very narrow uh, sidewalks uh, in between the buildings there. Um. So you got the coast, and then the other part, the other side is. You got Manchester, which is a real big city. That's probably the second biggest city in the country. And then the Lake District is my favorite spot. Oh. Uh, the Lake District, uh, yeah. Isn't that total heaven? It, it really is. Um, you, you can see why so many authors and poets uh, lived in that area and were inspired by it. Yep, Windermere, yeah, and uh, oh. Peter the Rabbit, the author Peter the Rabbit. Um, and then Charles Dickens. I sat at the bar stool one time where Charles Dickens hung out at the bar, <laughs> like right there. <laughs> Has a little plaque right above there. And uh, um, but the lake, if you like hiking too, and they call it rambling, rambling and hiking. 
there, there's amazing hikes um, in in Yorkshire area, but especially the Wake District, you can climb up mountains. They got pretty good mountains there and lakes, so it's beautiful. Uh, you know, and pubs, the best part about that is that at the end of the trail, um, there's a pub right at the end of the trail when you finish your hike. You know, that. They're going to think we're all alcoholics, aren't they? Oh, I know. But, you know, you, you know the, the funny thing is about the pubs in England, uh, they're – you know, I've never really seen people really, really drunk too much. You know what I mean? Like it's more of a social thing. You know, it's it was great. They just get their pint. Of yeah, ale. have a pint and, t- yep, and, and ale. yeah, and just chat a lot. It's all, power. it's all chatting. Yeah, it's just uh, meeting people, talking to your neighbors, and yeah, it's really a, I, I yeah, it's a great way to kind of, um, yeah, to to socialize. Yeah, and get out of your house because your houses your houses in England aren't as large you know um, so they, they have small little flats more um, and they and I think that's why a lot of people go to the pubs but the socialize and the get out of their you know they're, they're cooped up a lot and with the rain and the cold <laughs> it's a good way to get out get outside and did you ever make it up to Hadrian's wall no no I I, I took a train and drove uh, from Leeds to Edinburgh, so I went by it, but I never stayed up there and never went there. Yeah, I, I never explored it. Uh, have you Have you explored it a little bit? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, the, uh, one, there's, I've done it by car and by hiking. Oh, okay. You mentioned hiking. England. Um, Great maybe, for hiking. I think we may be lying here, but I think England has more hiking trails I think than so. any country in the world. I think so, yeah. They... They call them like rambling. That you can walk right. on private land too, and everything, right? Yeah, they can. Yeah, and they're uh, they range from absolutely mountainous. Yeah. They're, they're difficult, but they can be slightly difficult all the way down to uh, you could uh, be in a wheelchair on crutches and do them. Right, right. Wide variety and of. I love the bike. hiking there. It was great. I I hiked a lot when I lived when I stayed there. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, I have friends who, uh, we live in Utah, yeah. and of course the mountains, people hike mountains at least five months out of the year. Yeah. And um, in England, they hike longer than that, because it's always cold and miserable and rainy. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't let that bother them too much. Yeah, no, and, they uh, get rain jackets. When, yeah, I mean, when here, I know you hike a tremendous amount. Yeah. Uh, when it gets muddy, oh, they yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's true. We're too dangerous, number one, I think. Yeah, but in England, yeah, the, I, I've I've hiked in torrential downpours, and everybody's out there. <laughs> You're colder than sin. And that's why the pubs are the best because they usually have a fireplace going, oh, you know, know, the fire, and you get a hot toddy or a ale, and and you warm up at the in the in the pub there. Yeah, but I, I've been in some torrential downpours um, hiking. Are some of our favorite spots that we that we like to go to, and uh, and, and feel free to email us or contact us on the website on traveladviceshow.com, and then 
We can ask any other questions and check out traveladvice.com too for Jerry can help you with itineraries and, uh, and, and more detailed information and stuff. But I, I think that that was a good kind of like our favorite kind of gems, um, our, our favorite yeah. places that we like. Yeah, I could talk about it for hours too because I, I, I loved it so much. I mean, speaking English really helped out and a lot of people go there to learn English and to uh, and get around and, and you can learn it pretty pretty good. Um, you know, and people... English, yeah, not American English, yeah, American like English. English, very different, and, um, very different, very different, yeah. Yeah, and as we mentioned, it's so different in each area. Yeah. In some areas up north, particularly, you can't understand what they say. Oh, yeah, and it depends, yeah, like, you could tell that in the markets, like the farmer's markets, it's hard to, to yeah, and, and it, one thing about England, too, like the, everybody speaks a different you know, where you're from, but also, you know, like if you went to Cambridge or Oxford, they have like an Oxford English or, you know, Cambridge English. That's even yeah. more. You could tell, oh, you, you went to college, you know, or you went to university. And, yeah, you can you can tell. And um, that's what makes it so interesting because the different – I don't want to use the word, word culture. Yeah, yeah. But it is different cultures in different areas and different uh, it is. It is very much, uh, yeah. You get, uh, and then England's—it's a melting pot too. I forgot to mention that there's a lot of people from India and Pakistan in, in India, India, yeah, England, and the Caribbean, and the Caribbean. Yeah, Jamaica, and uh, in fact, when I was in Leeds, um, we used to go to a Jamaican reggae uh, uh, club in Leeds, reggae shows, and they had guys. Yeah, they were from Jamaica, and they they played. Reggae and the best curries in the world are in England too. <laughs> the best. Oh, it's, oh, it's kind of the national oh. dish. Yeah, the English are not famous for their food. Right. Some of the, they are famous for some of their desserts, I think. Yeah. And a couple of dishes. Yeah. But the food. Well, let me tell you. When we were there in May, we spent four nights in London. All right. My sister and my cousin and their spouses had never been to London. And, and um. Do you know what? We spent four nights there, and do you know? Each four night, we ate in an international restaurant that was not English. The, yeah. The, they have we had so the English lunches, yeah. fish and chips and stuff like that. But we there's, there's people from all the world there, and yeah. they have restaurants, and they're great food. Yeah. It's a melting pot. Yeah. It, it's um, it's amazing how many cultures live in England. You know, I was surprised by that, too. And, and uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, great, Jim. Anyone that goes there will be thrilled they win. Yeah. And, um, hardly anyone just goes to England once. Yeah, right, right. You just have to go again because it's so unique. Yeah. Well, great, Jerry. Well, well, sounds good. Well, thanks, and, and uh, I'm glad you made it back from Costa Rica and Panama there. And everything. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have, yeah. have to do a show on that. We'll, we'll do a show really soon on that, yeah. yeah. Can't wait to hear that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs>